ready to speak geek. People who get it, get it. This is the Geek Speak Show. Geek is spoken here. They're listening. You're consuming. You're watching with your ears. Oh, you just listen. This is the Geek Speak Show with the one guy that always speaks geek, Henry San Miguel. And interviews with the movers and shakers in geek culture. Hi, I'm Chris Hardwick. Hey, this is Todd McFarland. I'm Ralph Bakshi. Hi, this is Tara Platt. And this is Yuri Lowenthal. I'm Zach Whedon. Here's the speaker for the geek, Henry San Miguel. Miguel. I am the speaker for the Geek. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Geek Speak Show. So we're going to talk. It's going to be a shorter episode than usual, but it's going to be something pretty special. Well, well, you'll see. Uh, Let's kick it off like we always do with uh, what's going on in TV. Not not in your particular TV. I mean, if something's wrong with your set, sorry, can't help you there. Uh, But the holidays are coming up. It's time to get a new one. But here's what's going on with our shows. Kick it off, as always, with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, a couple of things about um, this show. One, you guys know that I, I, I'm i not a shill for Marvel only. I mean, I, I do like Marvel. I've always said to make my Marvel on the show. So, so I, you can kind of say I have a bias, but I do like the show. I do enjoy it. I know a lot of people do because I've talked to you about it at comic book stores and just here on the show. You guys have sent me some emails when I talk about it on the shows. So I know there's some of you who like it. This week's episode had one of the series' lowest ratings points. Uh, I think it was like a 2.2 or something. But you know, I, apparently people are watching it because they're liking it. They are talking about it. When we went to see Thor The Dark World, there were people while we were waiting for the movie to start that were talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, and they liked it. They didn't say it was a dumb show or anything. They had. So, so there's somebody watching it. There's somebody liking it. The ratings don't reflect that, so hey, whatever. But like, that's gonna stop Marvel. They just announced. We didn't talk about it last week because it happened the day after we recorded the show. But they announced a deal with Netflix. You probably heard about it by now, but if you haven't, pay attention. They announced a deal with Netflix to do some live action series only on Netflix. Not it's not coming to ABC. It's going only to Netflix. So if you if you left Netflix before, well, here's a reason to come back again. And they're gonna have they're gonna start off with not that they own it again, Daredevil. It's not gonna be Ben Affleck because he's uh, <clears throat> another superhero now, but it's gonna start off with a Daredevil live action series on Netflix, and that'll be followed by, in no particular order, Jessica Jones. And of course, if you have Jessica Jones, you have to have Luke Cage. And those of you who know the comic books know why. And that uh, and it's also gonna end up with Iron Fist. And all all of those series are gonna eventually in a in an Avengers like move going to end up in uh, Marvel's The Defenders miniseries. That will happen again on Netflix. So this was announced last week, a deal, like exclusive deal between Marvel, Marvel Television and Netflix to do some live action television. So now more than ever, we really have a reason to get Jeff Lowe back on the show and talk to him about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything that's coming and will come from Marvel television but uh, agents of shield again a good episode i really liked it this one again going back to referencing lost this was a very last the week before that was a simmons centric episode this week was a was a fitz centric episode and uh and it was pretty good actually pretty enjoyable i think um, i don't think they're doing it on purpose because they wrote these episodes before they saw the uh the backlash the uh, either you really like fitz and simmons or you really 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 hate fitz and simmons thing that's happening on the internet but now you do know where you stand with both characters, both last week and this week's episodes that you either 
are on the same boat or they've made you come on over to ours where you kind of do like all of them and again something is happening with colson even he colson doesn't have axes even though he's level seven he doesn't have axes to finding out exactly what happened in tahiti we'll say hmm I have a feeling that's going to be the uh, the big season finale cliffhanger where uh, it'll lead into either into Winter Soldier or will leave us hanging until 2015 and uh, Age of Ultron will get the answer to how in the hell is Coulson back alive. So that was Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, the tomorrow on the CW, the Tomorrow People, they just also gave the announcement that it's just been renewed for a second season about four or five episodes in. Again, pretty good. If you haven't seen it, jump on. I would say, you know, jump on this thing. Go, I believe it's on CW.com on their website. You can get the back episodes. Watch it from the pilot all the way to now. It's very good, actually. And again, this is the uh, the Americanized version of a UK show, also called The Tomorrow People. That uh, It's pretty good. It's about, a, about uh, the next evolution of humans who have the three T's, teleportation, telekinesis, and I forget the other one. Uh, I forget. I forget what it is, but it's it's pretty good. It's a, it's a very good uh, series. You guys will watch it. It stars Jacob from Lost. Uh, your second Lost. It's a very Lost centric show this week, uh, but it's your second uh, Lost reference for the week. But it stars Jake Jacob also as a uh, mm, shady character. We'll put it that way. So uh, won't spoil anything. You guys check that one out. You'll like it. I guarantee you. Grim also came out again. Me, I mentioned last week. It's gonna go back to its Monster of the Week formula. Works. They did the take their take on uh, the three little pigs. Of course, Monroe had to be involved, and it was a great episode. Any episode that is Monroe centric is going to be a good episode, anyway. So this one, no different. Next week, you know, again, we'll see, or or this week, I should say, we'll see what the uh, monster of the week is going to be for Nick and Grim and the rest of the cast to take on. Now, I got to make the announcement because I said it last week. I was, and you kind of heard it in my voice a little bit. I think Dracula lost me, quite honestly. You know, sorry, NBC, but it's got a good leading with Grimm, but it's just not doing nothing for me. I mean, I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll let my DVR still, you know, do the, the season thing and record the thing, and maybe I'll go back and rewatch it. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe because, maybe you know, my expectations were too much because, like I said, I love the Universal Classic Monsters, and it was Halloween at the, when when uh, when it debuted, and I was maybe just... Uh, just expecting a little bit more and uh, not happy with it. But again, you know, again, I'm going to give it a chance. I'll leave it in the DVR. I'm not going to delete it. I'll go back over the, the holiday break. And when we come back next year, maybe I'll say, hey, Dracula's the greatest show ever. Or it'll be the same. And I probably won't watch it again if it even returns. Sleepy Hollow did return, by the way. And again, another good episode. John Noble wasn't in this one, but he his character is... And I like the fact that it's named Henry, of course. Uh, John Noble's character is named Henry in Sleepy Hollow. He's the Sin Eater. He's go- he is going to come back and be a recurring character now. But this one is pretty good. The uh, John Noble's character didn't come back, but the Headless Horseman finally did. Uh, and it was, uh, it was a pretty uh, pretty interesting episode because it, it, it explored a little bit more about the, uh, or the lack of connection. I was going to say the connection, but now the lack of connection between Ichabod and the headless horseman so uh, i'll leave it at that i'm not gonna spoil anything on that one these episodes the uh the sleepy hollow episodes keep getting better every week so uh if you haven't jumped on and you hear us here on the show or you hear on the internet you read from our you know on our content providers on collider or geek tyrant or any of them they say how how they it, it, yeah it's 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 cheesy it's corny but it works they're not lying but none of us are lying it, it does it does work especially for the ichabod crane character 
So check that one out, Sleepy Hollow. AMC's The Walking Dead. Another very good episode. I Who thought we were about to lose Glenn? And really, um, really that's that's the way he was going to go out. You can, we were kind of hoping he didn't. He wouldn't go out that way. Um, lying on the floor, choking on his own blood. And um, didn't happen, we think. I mean, yeah, we think he's okay. Uh, but it's nice to see Herschel, a Herschel-centric episode. And we see why Herschel... He's keeping everybody together. When Rick's not there, when Daryl's not there, you know, and none of the the big the big the big four, big five, they're not there. Herschel can't take over if he really needs to. We saw that in this case. Not only being, you know, with the tough love, but also being, you know, the doctor, the the medical doctor who takes care of them and then just just there to make them let them know that, hey, no matter what's going on, you're still human. Until you're no longer a human. <laughs> Uh, but but I think maybe maybe we're gonna be the everybody in the prison is gonna be okay because Daryl and the gang just got back with the medicine so phew that's over no walkers they got the medicine so maybe maybe now the um the virus whatever it is is gonna go away and they have nothing to worry about for the rest of the season do they until the very end of the episode again you knew it was coming you knew it was coming. You're looking at the prison, looks peaceful, but there, in the shadows, he's back, turns towards the camera a little bit, there's the eye patch, guess who's back? The governor. So yeah, he's back, the governor is back now, we're gonna find out, I guess, whether it was him who was feeding, the, or his people who were feeding the rats to the walkers and bringing them to the gate, and then, by the way, how cool was that, watching them just, you know, topple over and pour into the prison and then uh, Rick and Carl just shooting away at them but now the governor is back and we want to know how is Michonne going to react how is Rick going to react how is everybody going to react how is Daryl and uh, I was going to call him T-Dog and Tyrese going to react to Carol being banned because Rick didn't really tell anybody yet this is why AMC is Walking Dead is the number one show on television right now. So that's what's happening on television. Like I said, it's going to be a shorter episode than usual. Let me take a little break right now. Find out a little bit about what's happening, what's going to be happening in, in the uh, over the holidays, and something that you can get involved with uh, if you want to be a part of the Geek Speak. If you want to be a, a, a speaker of geek, then this is how you get involved. We'll be right back, and we'll turn San Francisco into Gotham City. Not really, we will. We interrupt this program to bring you important news. So launching in January 2014 will be the Geek Speak Podcast Network. What does that mean? That means, well, it'll be, number one, the flagship show, the one you're listening to right now, the Geek Speak show will be there, of course. But if you've always thought to yourself, I could do that, or if you wanted to talk about, if you wanted us to talk about things that we don't talk about, Here's your chance to do it yourself. Send me an email to waitwhat at thegeekspeakshow.com. Let me know, hey, this is so-and-so, and this is my idea for a podcast to add to your network. It could be about, like I said, stuff that we do cover on the show, just a different take, or something that we don't cover on the show, and you want to give your take to it. It could be about a cosplay, video games, comic books. Yeah, I know we talk about a couple of those things, but again, put your spin on it. If you just started a podcast and you think this would be the perfect place for you, the perfect vehicle for you to put your podcast on and reach an even bigger audience, go right ahead. Same thing. Wait, what at the geekspeakshow.com? 
and we'll talk and perhaps you will be one of the shows that launches in January 2014 with the Geek Speak Podcast Network. This is Brett Cole, producer, director of Legends of the Night, and you are listening to the Geek Speak Show. Kid, actually, that kid will be here in San Francisco now. Before we went to break, I told you guys that we're going to transform San Francisco into Gotham City. Of course, all of you are wondering, how are we going to do that? How else? You wish it so. We are, we're all familiar with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The Greater Bay Area chapter is going to literally turn San Francisco into Gotham City. What am I talking about? Well, let's welcome Patricia Wilson, the executive director of the Greater Bay Area uh, chapter of Make-A-Wish to the show. Welcome, Patricia. Well, thank you. Actually, I'm from... I'm from uh Gotham City now. <laughs> yes, as we will all be uh, this Friday. So, so everybody's on uh, pins and needles wanting to know how are we going to transform San Francisco to Gotham City? How how is it going to happen? Uh, well, we we're going to start with a gobo that's going to be projected um, on Union Square of a, a bat symbol. So that's going to appear to let everybody know the bat kids in the house. Um, and that happens um, starting tonight or tomorrow night. City Hall is going to change its colors. In fact, a bunch of buildings now are following suit and changing their colors to blue and yellow in honor of Bat Kid and Make-A-Wish. Mm. Um, so that happens, and then um, then really the excitement happens for any um, morning is I have um, I have a full-size Batman and I have Bat Kid so that he has a buddy because he's young and five. We're talking about Miles. Um, <laughs> And I have two Lamborghinis that are going to be outfitted as Batmobiles, and they're going to come out of a bat cave on Union Square and be called to action by the chief of police. He'll ask his help because he's going to, have a, he's going to hear about a damsel in distress on, on Knob Hill. So Miles will head up there and rescue a damsel in distress. And then he will, the chief will ask his assistance because there'll be a robbery in place because that, that Riddler is just up to no good, and uh, so he'll be asked to to, uh, to solve that crime and and prevent the robbery, and then he'll be given a break where he's going to have lunch on Union Square, and then the chief will have to unfortunately interrupt his lunch because they'll hear of a disturbance on Union Square where we'll have a flash mob to, to direct Miles' attention to a horrible situation, in which case the penguin will be kidnapping Lucille, our beloved mascot of the San Francisco Giants. Mm-mm. And then Miles will be <clears throat> rushed over to AT&T Park, where a chase will be in, will happen, and he, I suspect uh, the Penguin doesn't stand a chance against our our superhero. Of course not. And, and uh, then, last but not least, the Chief will um, be on the jumbotron at the at the ballpark and invite Miles to um, City Hall uh, Civic Center, exactly, because now we have a few more people than I originally imagined. <laughs> so we'll be at Civic Center with 10,000, I think it's, uh, it might be 11,000 people now. Yeah, and everybody's familiar with, with Batman, obviously, but you, you, we keep saying Bat Kid. Who, who is Bat Kid? It's five-year-old Miles, but t- tell us about Miles' story. So Miles is one of um, 350 children we hope to serve at the Greater Bay Chapter alone. We serve children with life-threatening medical conditions, and we give them a transformational experience, something that gives them hope, strength, and joy. In the case of Miles, we've been planning the switch um, since uh, late March, early April. So he's been super jazzed as this wish planning was taking place. He doesn't know a lot of it, but he knows that he's going to be that kid in the city. He knows we're trying to turn San Francisco into Gotham City. 
And we've been sending him little goodies to help him get through the toughest part of his treatment, which, by the way, he's out of now, um, which is one of the reasons why his parents asked to have the wish in November because he would have more energy to be able to be a superhero because his port's been removed, he's not on chemotherapy anymore, he's in remission. Um, so this wish planning has helped fuel him and give him something to look forward to. And and his day is here. I just got texted by the wish mom. They're on back kids on the Bay Bridge as we speak. Breaking news. So so it's really <laughs> it's just really a celebration also for 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 Miles. Um, now we are right here. We're all familiar with the uh, the Make a Wish Foundation. You know, usually it's you know, you, you want to meet an athlete, an actor, or something like that. This one we we found pretty cool. The one because it's you're transforming San Francisco, where we broadcast from, into Gotham City. But also because he didn't wish to meet Batman, he wished to be Batman. That's what we thought was was great about it. Yeah, uh, you know this is this is a c- couple of things. We don't often have what we call a superhero wish, um, and you know, and this is the kind of wish that takes a lot of logistics and why it's I'm so lucky we have so many volunteers. But you're, you're spot on, and I think one of the reasons why this went viral and has just captured the people are looking around the world. We're getting fan uh, mail for, for miles from around the world. I think one of the reasons is because it's San Francisco, and San Francisco is known about, we're known for being compassionate and quirky and geeky and all those things, and it's just, um, it's it's probably i think it's the only major market where this thing could happen and obviously it's never happened before no and it's in my my beloved city and and you know the fact that i've got social media headquarters here um ha- has been incredible cuz twitter has stepped up and is taking over our um our twitter feed and volunteering and helping and i have a social media group clever girls who's developing a social strategy and flickr called us and and so Apple's helping with the media handling, and, you know, it's been incredible. Um, Comcast Sportsnet Bay Area is doing all the, the camera work, and they're going to put it up on satellite feeds so it can be fed internationally to anyone who wants to pick up the story and to get people can see it almost in real time. Yeah, and, and that's that's touching again with what you just mentioned about San Francisco. That's part of the, the, the beauty of why people love, love San Francisco is because not just, you know, the media and, and, and businesses here, but also – the, the population, the people, they're, they're really excited. They want to go out there, and even if they're not recording or interviewing, they just want to cheer on Miles as as bad kid. Yeah, absolutely. We have um, two retired school teachers who called us from Ohio, heard about the story, and immediately bought a plane ticket and are coming in. People are flying in from Las Vegas and L.A., and I'm blown away and so excited for Make-A-Wish. I'm so excited for Miles, and, and I'm excited that, this is a positive way to use social media that I think people want to have a good news story and they want to affect positive change. And this is giving them the opportunity to do something big. And, you know, when I made a bold statement, I was going to turn San Francisco into Gotham city. I had no idea, first of all, (laughs) what I was saying or that it would be uh, even a scale of like, this was, was possible. We've never seen this in Make-A-Wish. I've been at Make-A-Wish for 15 years. This is incredible incredible yeah it's kind of those you know i think we've all had those moments when we 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 we, we hear ourselves say it, but then it's not till after like wait what did i just get myself into but obviously, obviously <laughs> it's, it, <laughs> it's working out for you obviously and and speaking of social media um you mentioned it about you got you all of you if you can't be here in san francisco to, to follow uh bad kids adventures you can follow on twitter hashtag sf bad kid 
or at SF Wish at Penguin SF. Um, I'm, I'm, it's gonna, the public is going to be there, obviously. There's no way you can't not see what's going on. It's okay if, if they take pictures because, you know, everybody's got, they got video in, in, in the, uh, on their smartphones. Is it okay if they take video and post it up on, on their Twitters? Oh, how kind of you to ask. Yes, absolutely. This is, um, the family has released for publicity, and it's very kind of you to ask. Um, but, uh, and we're encouraging people to, and to use that hashtag. We have, a, we have a goal. I say we. Like, it wasn't my goal. Someone else did this. <laughs> but is hoping to make SF Bat Kid trending on the 15th. Yeah, so remember that hashtag, hashtag SFBatKid, and help us trend on Friday, November 15th. Uh, so, so again, this is all going to begin, uh, I'm going to have, by the way, for all of you guys listening, I'm going to have this the complete schedule up on our guest link section there. All the information is on there for you if you want to follow for the whole day or just for a portion of the day. It's all going to end up at uh, City Hall. That one's open for everybody or is it just for media and, and family? That one's for everybody, um, and we have whole school groups coming. Salesforce is sending 250 employees. Tripit, um, a company, a great app, by the way, um, is uh, their employees are filling up my, my flash mob on Union Square, um, and then we'll go over there. So we encourage everyone, and, you know, why not? Let's celebrate, you know, compassion and love and make-a-wish and kids like Miles. What a, what a great opportunity for a celebration. Yeah, I was going to say, Miles is going to love this day. <laughs> I think so. This is Miles' day. You know, who who gets the key to the city every day? You know, what a what an amazing thing. And, and I, I have to tell you, I, one of the funniest things is I contacted one of my donors who's providing the Lamborghini for the Batmobile, and I said, you know, I, I think it might very well be the first time a Lamborghini has had a, had a car seat in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I will say also... Um, it's fun, you know. We, we we're gonna go out and cheer Miles and everything. Do bring a Kleenex or two because you know there will be some tears of joy, celebration because because you know. It, it, and, and when you when you see, the, I can imagine when you see the the smile and, and the look on, on Miles' face when he sees all of you cheering him on and everything, it it will bring a tear to your eye or might be the dust one one of the two. No kidding. I mean, <laughs> how amazing that this many people want to show up and help me fulfill a wish. Uh, for a superhero. I mean, and how fitting is it? You know, you got to have a super crowd to be a superhero. Exactly. I, I like that. Actually, that should be on a t-shirt. Um, so, so, th- <laughs> so this is all happening Friday, November 15th here in San Francisco. If you can't be here, remember you can follow, follow them on Twitter, hashtag SF bat kid, make a trend. Uh, that will be, that's, that's one big, huge one, but really, really quick, Patricia, before we let you go, uh, talk a little bit about, about, uh, the make a wish foundation. So at Make-A-Wish, we serve children with life-threatening medical conditions. Most of our children do beat their cancers, just like Miles, um, so that is awesome. And one of the things that I hope happens as a result of all this exposure, I hope it helps identify more children who need us. And if that means I need to fundraise more, then so be it. Bring it on. I'd love to help more children to do something creative. I have the best job in the whole world, and um, I thank everyone for, for joining me and making my job so easy in this case and so amazing i don't even have words for this outpouring of love and i've cried so many times by people the the love letters we're getting and and it's just incredible and it's you know i don't even obviously i'm dumbfounded i i have no no words to express the amount of love that i feel for this outpouring for miles and make a wish yeah yeah i mean i i feel it also through the emails that we got as soon as i mentioned it a a couple weeks ago on the show 
uh, and everybody wants to get involved. I'm sure some of them did they, they, in whatever way they could. And they're all going to we're all going to be out there, you know, videotaping and cheering them on and, and just uh, loving Batman and Bad Kid. I would I wish I could hug every person coming because it's it's just incredible. Well, virtual hug. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll keep virtual it hug will work. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Patricia Wilson. She's the executive director of the Make a Wish Greater Bay Area chapter. This Friday, number fifteenth, five-year-old Miles wished to be Batman. He will be Batman here in San Francisco. In San Francisco, we didn't wish it, but we're glad we're going to be Gotham City on Friday. So, Patricia, thanks a lot. We wish you nothing but continued success. Thank you. See you Friday. This is the Geek Speak Show Book Club. Sci-fi, fantasy, horror, graphic novels, biographies. You'll hear them here on the Geek Speak Show Book Club. Even Gotham City has libraries. Where do you think Batman fires his back claw from? So as this is a book club, so this week it's uh, pretty appropriate actually for um, what we like to do around here. And, and, and you, all you regulars, you're, ga- you're going to kind of laugh at me again or, or call me a hypocrite or call me whatever you want. Just don't call it to my face. And that is, uh, you know, you know what? You guys know, all know how I feel about Twitter and, you know, that I, I just feel it's dumb that, you know, you're going to tweet, uh, hey, I'm eating a pizza. You know, I, I'm eating, you know, cereal. Here's a picture. of it. Who's going to care, really? But Twitter is everywhere. Everyone seems to be using Twitter. Uh, the Pope, I just found out, is on Twitter. Um, I don't know what he tweets about, but he, he's on, he is on Twitter. President Obama, of course, is on Twitter. Uh, all of our favorite celebrities are on there, are on Twitter. You and I, we're all on there. You all have, you know, at Geek Speak Show one. We all have our Twitters that you guys can follow. That's how we tell you. We, send, we share pictures of uh, whatever we do at Comic-Con or any convention that we're at. Now, do you want all the story behind Twitter? If not, well, this book will give you that story. Just came out literally about three days ago as we recorded. Man, maybe more than that. I think uh, a little bit uh, earlier last week it came out. But just in time for Twitter's uh, IPO comes a book called Hatching Twitter, A True Story of Money, Power, Friendship, and Betrayal by Nick Bilton. It's out in, uh, it's out in bookstores, online. It's at you know, all the usual suspects. And it, and it is literally the story of how Twitter was hatched. It came from, ironically for us, a failed podcast network. Um, it was it was an endeavor to make uh, to replace radio. Is the way it, I'm not going to give away too much because again, it is a brand new book. It is in stores. It is available and it is a very interesting read. It's not boring at all. It is a lot of drama. There's a lot of backstabbing. A lot of everything that says here a true story of money, power, friendship, betrayal. And what I and what, again, without giving anything away, what I find interesting is that the whole the whole point of Twitter was because one of the founders just was alone. He was lonely. He wanted friends. And he figured that this was a way of letting his, you know, people know online what he's doing, that he's lonely. And it turned out that though, you know, the people that he, that he formed that with, they ended up pushing him out. And so <laughs> talk about the definition of lonely, right? When your friends push you out and then you create something really great. Wait a minute. Why is producer angel looking at me never mind but again that that's it's the whole story of twitter i can guarantee you just like the uh the the the, what was it called the social network the facebook movie i i can guarantee you this one is you're gonna see a movie made out of this sooner rather than later and again it's called hatching twitter a true story of money power friendship and betrayal by nick bilton just came out it's in bookstores it's um sure as available as an ebook it's available online and everywhere else or just go to our book club section click on the link and it'll be on there for you so 
That's the show for this week. I told you it's going to be a shorter episode. Very, very cool thing happening. Again, I have a, have a link up on our uh, guest link section. Go on there. If you're here in the San Francisco Bay Area or if you're going to be here and uh, in San Francisco on the, this Friday, if, and if you if you want to have a really, really fun day, you want to see Batman in action, it's going to be Little Miles, actually. But, hey, you want it to be Batman? Make-A-Wish Foundation is going to make it come true. I have the schedule on there where you can see him take on the Riddler and uh, save the day. And then you can take part at the end when he gets handed the key to the city of San Francisco. And we'll do as much as we can and cover it video-wise as much as we can. So be on the lookout for that over the weekend. Other than that... A um, couple of things. Don't forget the podcasting network. Two things. One, if you, you've you always wanted to start a podcast, just didn't know where, or just needed just that little extra push or shove, depends on what you need, send me an email, waitwhat at thegeekspeakshow.com. Let me know what your idea is, what you want to do, and we'll make it happen. Or if you already have or just kicked off a brand new podcast and you're looking to add a few more listeners, a few more downloads to your podcast, uh, uh, repartee then again same thing wait what at the geekspeakshow.com send me a link we'll listen to it we'll talk about it and we'll see if we can add it to the geekspeak network i gotta say i have gotten some very good responses some very very good podcasts that all of that i'll be sharing with all of you come january 2014 when the geekspeak show podcast network it's a long show i mean a long title when the Geek Speak Network debuts in January 2014, I think you'll like some of the podcasts that will be included when we launch. The other thing is, we're coming up to the end of it, the 2013 year-end Geek Awards show. Before we have a show, we got to know who wins. The ballot is up on the website. Just click on the little thing that says vote, vote, and vote. I, was, well, I won't tell you. I was going to tell you who's winning as far as the uh, the category is concerned, but I'm going to let it be a surprise in December when we actually air the 2013 year-end Geek Awards show. But go on there, let us know who we're going to announce, and uh, we'll do just that. Again, uh, you can vote as many times as you want. There's no limit to the times to the votes that you, that you uh, can cast. So go ahead and click on it, tell your friends, tell your families, and vote, vote, vote for whoever you think is the best movie, best comics, etc., etc., so that's all that going on there. A couple of things also. Uh, next two weeks, we'll begin our season, our two-part season finale. It's going to be two big shows. So big, it takes two weeks to finish off. It's such a big year, it's going to take two weeks to finish off the Geek Speak Show season number four. So next week, we'll begin the, uh, the part one of the season finale, followed by the, uh, the big one on uh, Thanksgiving week. So... Uh, I won't tell you what it is, but I can guarantee you you're going to like it because we've done this before and something it turned out to be, besides Halloween, one of our most downloaded shows. So we're going to do it again. Just a great way to end the year. So and so as we say every single week, come on back next week and we will speak more geek. See you then. Henry and the gang will return next week with an all new episode. The Geek Speak Show is powered by GeekTyrant.com, MightyBill.com, Ramascreen.com, ZergNet.com, and Collider.com. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes. Follow them on Twitter at GeekSpeakShow1. Become a fan on Facebook and watch event coverage on YouTube slash GeekSpeak videos. See you next week. Cheerio. The Geek Speak Show. Now, I know I mentioned during at the top of the show that not a lot of you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, if you if you want a reason, a real reason to, 
everything you saw in Thor The Dark World, it's going to culminate in next week's episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I won't say what it is. I'll just say watch it and get the full, the complete Thor The Dark World experience. <laughs>